Welcome back to Blake's Take. I'm Blake Neiman, and I'll give you my take on local and national sports from the Lent Valley and beyond. I hope you all had a great holiday weekend, spending time with family, and watching some great sports action that we had this weekend. From NFL games to NBA games, we had lots of great sports highlights this weekend. We had some great, starting off, let's get right into it, we had some great college football bowl action this weekend across with various highlights and action between players and teams. But nothing really comes to close what we had in an incredibly exciting game between undefeated Coastal Carolina and Liberty. Malik Willis would get things rolling for Liberty with a read option keeper and into the end zone for the score. Willis would fool the Coastal Carolina defense once again, this time on a run-pass option that he would get to the edge on and turn up and score. Grayson McCall would finally get things going in for Coastal Carolina by throwing a dime to Isaiah Likely over the middle and into the end zone for the touchdown. Willis would then use the read option once again and get to the outside running into the end zone for his third straight touchdown of the game. However, McCall would come back with an incredible roll out of the pocket throw to Greg Latusco, who would come down with it into the end zone for the score. Incredible throw and catch right there. Yet Willis would come right back up at the Coastal Carolina defense in the fourth with a juke sweep and dive into the end zone to add another touchdown to his incredible resume of a game. McCall would then say, oh, two can play at this game with an option score of his own, walk into the end zone. Liberty would drive down and kick a key field goal, though, that would make it an eight-point game with just five minutes remaining in the game. On the opposing drive, McCall would come down and finesse their way around the pocket and throw a bullet to the back of the end zone, where Greg Latusco, would, who would come down with another key grab in this game. Latusco was a really key part of this game. Then on the two-point conversion, McCall would roll, use the option again and dive into the end zone to tie things up 34 apiece with just three minutes to go. Now here's where things started to get crazy. Liberty would drive all the way down to the field after the two-point conversion and get down in field goal range trying to run out some clock. Yet Joshua Mack would end up fumbling the football in the in the process of trying to run out some clock and turn it over to the Coastal Carolina defense, which sent this game into OT. Liberty would get the ball in the first overtime and end up settling for the field goal to try and stop the Coastal Carolina defense. However, Coastal Carolina was then looking to keep the game alive and send it into double OT with a field goal of their own. However, Liberty blocked it and won the football game, blocked the field goal, and just ended the football game right there. Liberty wins the 37-34 in one of the wilder football games I have seen. So an incredible game and incredible upset for Liberty, ruining the Coastal Carolina hopes of capping off their undefeated season with a bowl win in the Cure Bowl. But Liberty gets the win and Props to Willis. Will, Malik Willis had an incredible game. Four touchdowns by a quarterback. He leads the FBS, in fact, with 17 touchdowns. Just an incredible performance by him in this game. And just an incredible performance by the Liberty special teams defense. An all-around great performance by Liberty. Unfortunate loss for Coastal Carolina. But this is what happens in bowl season. We get some crazy upsets and some crazy wins. So great win for Liberty in this game. As far as the NFL, we had some great battles this holiday weekend all around the league. This was especially present, though, in the Dolphins versus the Raiders game on Saturday Night Football. 
Derek Carr would get things started in this game with a leaping touchdown over the O-line for the score. The Dolphins would come back with a drive of their own, though, that would be capped off by a field goal. In the second quarter, though, it would be a lot of back-and-forth battling between teams just battling it out on the gridiron, with each team exchanging a pair of field goals to make it Raiders up 13-6 at half. Each team would get, get so close on their drives in the second half, but would ultimately have to settle for field goals as well. Yet with just under four minutes remaining in this game, Derek Carr would roll out of the pocket and throw an absolute dime to the backside of Nelson Aguilar, who would juke out the Dolphins' secondary and take it all the way 85 yards for the touchdown. Incredible play there by Aguilar. The Dolphins then brought in Brian Fitzpatrick at QB to see if they could get some Fitz magic going, and that is exactly what they got going, with Miles Gasking shaking off a couple of defenders and taking it all the way 59 yards down the sideline into the end zone for the touchdown. Derek Carr would then heave one up to Nelson Aguilar once again on the next drive, but it would ultimately be incomplete. But due to a pass interference call, the Raiders were able to continue the drive and keep it alive and set up a field goal with just 23 seconds remaining. Despite the circumstances of unfortunates for the Dolphins, Fitzpatrick still had some Fitz magic left in the tank with an unbelievable face mask blinding throw to a wide open Matt Collins on the sideline. After the penalties were tacked on, the Dolphins set up a 44-yard game-winning field goal after a wild turn of events. So incredible win for the Dolphins. They get the 26-25 victory and are now looking to clinch their first playoff verse since 2016 in their game next week. Incredible throw by Fitzpatrick. And we'll honestly see who will get the start next week. Tua and Fitzpatrick both had great performances. Tua struggled late. But these are both great quarterbacks that the Dolphins have. And I think they can use them both to their advantage. So we'll see how it turns out for the Dolphins. As far as the rest of the NFL, the Bears beat the Jaguars. The Texans struggled and falled against the Bengals. The Steelers finally bounced back against the Colts after their three straight losses. The Panthers went down to Washington and got the win. The Ravens beat the Giants. The Chiefs get another close win. The Cowboys crushed the Eagles in the rivalry win. The 49ers upset the Cardinals. The Seahawks get the key division win over the Rams. The Buccaneers dominated the Lions. The pack, the Packers crushed the Titans into the iconic Lambeau snow. It was a bunch of snow on Lambeau Field, but the Packers crushed them in their home territory, like usual. And the Jets get their second straight win, everybody. Jets are on a winning streak, baby. Let's go. Two, two wins in a row. This time they get the win against the Browns. I mean, the Browns did have a lot of missing pieces, but the Jets win is a win. And... I don't care if you're a Jets fan and you want the number one draft pick. They're not getting it this year. So, and these Jets team, I love it. They want to win and they want to finish off this season strong. So, great win for the Jets. So proud of them. Let's go Jets, baby. So, so great action across the NFL this weekend. Always exciting for me to watch all the teams r- ranking from skill level. And it's always fun for me to see some worst teams get their wins, and especially in the Jets. I love watching them get their wins. And we'll see how the rest of this NFL season, regular season, turns out next week in Week 17 where playoff standings get decided and last chance wild card teams get their hopes up and see if they make it in. 
So we'll see how it turns out next week as we wrap up the regular season in this incredible NFL season. As far as local sports, we didn't have much anything. It won't have much anything this week. So, But we do have a plan for what January is going to look like in the new year starting in 2021. We're going to start off January with two weeks of winter sports going off of what we've had in the past December and November. And then we're going to go into two weeks of spring sports, baseball, softball, you name it, track. And we will go into that. Before we go dive into February, we will have fall sports in the actual season two of OSAA sports where we will finally get into some sort of competition, I think, and we hope in the sense of fall sports going on. And we will actually start having competition and games against other teams as so it seems. So we'll see how it turns out in these next month and the next couple of weeks. So we'll see. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Blake's Take. i like to welcome you to a new week and some new sports action that we come into. And I appreciate all the support on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and or YouTube. And I will see you all tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day.